The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily stand or reflect those of this station or its management. Bringing you controversy at its best with uncensored music, comedy, and political discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 24th of October, 2020. I'm your host, Bad Billy, and this show tonight, the 2020 election special, I will not have news of the weird, I will not have the idiot of the week, it's going to be focused on the elections. In just a little bit, I'm going to be joined by David Mung out of South Africa, um, you know, you're probably asking, why would I have a South African on here to talk about American politics? Well, because he's on the outside looking in and I want to hear what he has to say. Plus there are things going on in South Africa that I have to talk about a little bit later on in the show. I'm going to be joined by Jericho green. Yes. You know, my fellow American, he tries to be done with the left, but they just won't let him. But before we get to all that, I want to cue the first song of the show. This is Madison Rising and American Dream. And I'll be back with David Mung right after this. And we go a little something like this. Hit it. And now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out, it's Outlaw Radio. Dream alive, the proud and the free. 
our sovereign nation shines From the hearts of every countryman Into the yearning minds of our children For a hungry world will plant the seeds Giving hope to those who really need And send our soldiers off to foreign lands To defend the rights of those who can't We start to keep the dream alive For you and I to realize American dream We speak our minds And fight to keep our dream alive The proud and the free Is who we are We stand together with kindness Shining through the darkest night The home of the brave The land of the free To share this opportunity Hey there, Thrill Seeker, rocking out to the station. I hear you. You're probably even sipping on a drink right now. An average blah, blah drink in a can or bottle. One that doesn't quite hit the spot for you. I'll bet you want something different, don't you? Something more. Take your shot with Cold Cock Whiskey. The best whiskey anywhere. Why? Because it's different from other liquors. Cold Cock Whiskey is herbal whiskey. 100% all-natural herbs blended with aged American whiskey. No more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be an herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. Let's bring back duels to the death. I bet that would simmer down this whole... You offended me. ...thing. Mr. Holland, Mr. Holland, over here, over here. Ma'am, ma'am, please keep it in your pants.
Freedom of speech is the most important civil liberty in a democratic society. It's our biggest weapon against fear and conformity and protects us from living under a communist government. It's important for individuals and social growth and it protects us from censorship and corruption. Don't be silenced. Express your freedom of speech. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, the Cormac Foundation, and this station. First, there was Cranked Up Live. This is Cranked Up Live. Then, Cranked Up Went Country. Today's best and tomorrow's greats. Cranked Up Country. Now, Cranked Up Live is back. This is a sizzling hot podcast. Live. Curtis McKinney and Brad Hennington will keep you listening, keep you laughing, and keep you coming back for more. Convicted felons will no longer be called convicted felons. Do you know what they want to call them, Curtis? <laughs> no. Justice involved individuals is what they renamed them. Listen and download the podcasts at crankeduplive.com. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash crankeduplive. Cranked Up Live. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. Hey, I'm Nick, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard Madison Rising with American Dream. And it is my pleasure to welcome David Mung back to the show out of South Africa. David, how you doing, buddy? Hello, Billy. No, it's uh, all good on this side. Like, like always, big pleasure talking to you guys again. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, just one thing I got to note, this is the second week and the second time in the history of the show where I've had somebody who's willing, who's overseas, willing to stay up late and uh, t- talk to me. Because last week I had uh, the gentleman from Finland who stayed up to join me live. Now you're, now you're doing it uh, this week. Thank you very much. Uh, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I'm normally... Uh, still up this late, still working, so not a problem. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, so a lot of people, not just in South Africa, but around the world, are eyeballing this upcoming <coughs> upcoming election with great interest. Um, mm. You know, I mean, whether whether they're pulling for Biden or pulling for Trump, um, you know, I mean, obviously, if. Uh, it's been said if if the U.S. stands, the rest of the world can help to stand. If the U.S. Yeah. falls, we're all fucked. That is the truth, um, especially in, in in the how we see it from this side, looking at, looking into America. Um, there's a couple of things, and in, in in just to get right into it, if America wants to destroy all that all that she's built up over hundreds of years. They um, they must vote for for Biden. Uh, the last couple of days, I went through so many um, different articles 
and video material that, that's freely available on, on social media. Um, it's not, I, I don't think it's available on the mainstream media yet, but uh, the, 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 the one thing, um, well, the main thing that bothers me about Biden is that this guy's a politician. Um, and him being a politician for 40 plus years, that tells me one thing, actually two things, either he's already in someone's pocket or he's going to be in some, someone's pocket, um, whereby you have Donald Trump, it's not so easy to buy him. Uh, there's nothing that he can't buy himself. I mean, this guy's a businessman. He, he, as far as I know, and, uh, and uh, I stand corrected, he was never really involved in, in, in politics. We, uh, we by Biden has, has been in um, uh, in the government for over 40 years. And in that 40 years, too, what has Joe Biden done in that 40 years? I can't... Well, absolutely I Absolutely can't, nothing as far as I can see. Nothing that I can think of. Nothing good anyway. And yeah. let, back, in, back in, what was it, 1983 or um, at, at somewhere, somewhere 86. 86, he was yeah. he, he was addressing the people of South Africa. Obviously, you know, I've said it before and I'll, said it, I'll say it again. You know, I mean, South Africa, I mean, was one of the biggest superpowers in the whole world under the apartheid mm -hmm. regime. Now... Do I agree with the um, with the policies that apartheid had set in with uh, segregation? Absolutely not. I, I, but uh, the the fact of the matter is, though, it does make me think when you have black people saying "bring back apartheid," and then you have radical radical idiots like Delirious Malema who said. In a statement, everything was better under apartheid, and you yeah. know, you know that's what he he tells a lot of lies, but you know that's not one of them. There's another problem uh, while I'm listening to what you're saying, uh, and I just have to bring this up. As soon as you uh, combine politics and money, you're gonna have a group of people that are not allowed to exist anymore. And it is, it is my personal opinion that that can and will be the case in America um, as soon as or if Biden takes office. That, that, will, that will most probably happen, uh, that a group of people will not be allowed to exist anymore, just like uh, the Boon Nation in South Africa currently. But okay, um, on... on on the on the topic at hand, um, I've, I've, I've went through a lot of material in the last two three days, and one of the things that that came up and, and really stood out is the the CIA whistleblower that um, brought some evidence to light, uh, which will be released to all Americans. Uh, they said this morning without within the next. 48 hours uh, really implicated really uh, quick really quick are you talking about uh snowden right edward snowden yeah it's um 
it's Biden, Hillary Clinton, Obama, uh, and the the death of the SEAL Team Six. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. They 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 all were implicated in this, and there's uh, there's a lot of evidence supporting it, um, audio as as well as emails, as I understand it, um, private conversations that this CIA, CIA uh, whistleblower um, gathered over the last couple of years, and uh, this was only to protect themselves. And I, I can understand when 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 you're working on that level for a government, you have to protect yourself, and I suppose all CIA agents do something like that to to protect themselves but in this case what what uh, bothers me is that uh, biden specifically is now implicated um by means of evidence that he was involved in the killing of seal team six and not only that um in the time of the obama administration um they didn't kill Obama. And all of that is now coming to light within the next 48 hours, as uh, they said this morning. So um, some heads, are, heads of state, state are going to roll, roll definitely in the USA. I mean, uh, you know, things that bother me about Joe Biden, I mean, number one, he he's not physically fit. To run a country. Mm. I mean, obviously, we've seen that in the debates. Donald Trump completely kicked his ass both times. Mm. But, but, and then, you know, from the, and I'm going to go on this later in the show when he called, he, he called him Abraham Lincoln, which, which really made him look retarded. But, yeah. um, you know, fact of the matter is, too, how many times, and I, I posted this on Twitter, you know, I don't give a damn about, Trump's taxes. Okay. I mean, compared to what we've seen Biden do, we haven't seen Trump's taxes. I personally don't give a shit, you know, but how many times have we seen Biden sniffing these little children and they look ungodly uncomfortable? Yeah, no, I I agree with you. But the, the, the one question that Americans has to ask is, uh, okay, let's let's. I, I watched that last debate. Um, I think it was yesterday morning, uh, our time, roughly about half past two, three o'clock in the morning. And uh, uh, on the subject of of the proof of tax returns and all that, um, the people should actually ask Biden not to provide tax returns only on the one account. I mean, a, a, a guy in his position is bound to have more than one account. Of course, of course. I mean, obviously, you got Donald Trump, who's who's always been known, so what, since 70s, 80s? He's always been known for, for the uh, wealthy billionaire that he is. But uh, come on, Joe Biden's rich, too. Yeah, and yeah. he's and he's got bank accounts everywhere, and I'm pretty sure in China. And you want to talk about collusion? It's already been proven that he's colluding with China. He's colluding yeah. with Russia. The shit that they're trying to accuse Trump of is the very shit that they're doing. Yeah. Well, it's it's always like this just before elections. Uh, all the all the things in the cupboards get um, get ripped out and, and made public. But uh, I, th- I think that if you compare apples to apples, uh, 
I'm sorry to say this, but uh, Biden is, is, is going to get the short end of the stick on this one. Um, I, I just can't understand those that support him. And getting back to what I put on Twitter, I mean, what I put on Twitter, and I and I got some I got some backlash from somebody in Boise about this, saying that I believe the Q lies and all that. But uh, you know, the, I I firmly stand with Q, and I always will. Um, but I I put it out on Twitter. I'd rather have an alleged tax evader for president than a proven pedophile. And all yeah. that crap we see him doing, I mean, and they're talking, you know, the immorality that is sweeping our society, like on Netflix, that uh, Cuties uh, series where they have 11-year-old girls twerking and feeding mm. the pedophile mentality, you know, and they it talks about it too in the Bible, how, how they want to sexualize children. I mean, for God's sakes, they had a, they had a fucking stripper in a preschool class dancing on a pole for, for kids that we're talking three to five year olds who I guarantee throughout the day, you will catch them eating a booger. Yeah, uh, I, I, you, you would expect that rather than, than the other stuff. Um, the, the one thing that I really want to uh, want your listeners to, to think about is um, over and over, Biden has been proven to be a compulsive liar. He, he, oh, definitely. Uh, so in, in my opinion, a guy that is a little bit outstanding uh, tax and a guy that constantly lies for whatever reason the liar is in in my opinion the more the 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 the, the dangerous oak um, for the simple reason that a liar has the potential to to be a traitor and he has betrayed America. He has betrayed the American people's trust. I mean, uh, he's killed. He's, he's not directly, but indirectly, he's responsible for the killing of SEAL Team 6, we, who were the only people alive uh, except Ukraine that knew that um, they didn't kill Obama, but uh, uh, bin Laden, but they killed his, his, his double. And then they, they, the Obama administration paid something like 150 something billion to uh, to Ukraine to is it now Ukraine? Stand corrected. But they paid them over 150 billion dollars to to keep quiet. Yeah, yeah, they've. This guy's a compulsive liar. And he cannot be trusted. And his son. How about, how about the crap that uh, is being pulled out? The skeletons they're pulling out of the closet on Hunter Biden. Yeah, well, it, it, if, if the surface looks to be rotten, uh, you don't need to go much deeper to, to find the source of all of this. And the source of all of this is the, is the people that has Biden in their pocket, that, that are pulling his strings. People like George Soros, uh, Bill Gates, the, 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 I mean, Soros said not even two months ago, I think it was two months ago, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, 
he said that um, the, Trump is, is a major, major obstacle for, for, for their plans. And he has to be, um, they have to get rid of him. Yeah. Why? Is, is, Trump is a threat to them because he cannot be bought. Yeah, yeah. He, that's, that's the main thing. He, he's the only president that I've ever seen go on national TV. I can't remember who he was addressing. Um, that's beside the point. But he's the only president that I've ever heard on national TV go and say they, they must leave America alone. I will bomb the shit out of them. That was his direct words. I will bomb the shit. Who, who speaks like that? That's a guy that knows who he is. That's a guy who loves his people. That's a guy who would do anything for his country. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, I got to be honest with you, David, four years ago, I wasn't really buying into Trump at all. And I, th I thought... No, I was very skeptical. I was very skeptical oh, yeah. myself. Me, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking... Once I heard Trump was going to run as a Republican, I'm like, oh, <coughs> oh, God, here we go again. We got a celebrity hoax working its way into our elections, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, and the one I was I was uh, really pulling for at the time was Dr. Ben Carson, who I think would would do an excellent job if he were in the White House, too. But, uh, you know, then it, it comes down to Hillary and Trump, and um, I'm very skeptical still but I am sure the fuck am not going to vote for Hillary Clinton, so I'll give Donald Trump a chance. And you know what? Hillary, I do not. Hillary, yeah, sorry, man. Uh, just I really quick. I just. Hillary, gonna, Hillary, yeah. I'm just going to say just just to finish my sentence. Yeah, I do yeah, not sorry. regret my vote at all. Yeah. Hillary Clinton should be given to the Chinese because they those people eat all kinds of shit. Yeah, the, um, I mean, obviously, uh, one thing, though, is that uh, when, when her husband took office back in 92, and I remember everybody in my community fucking hated Bill Clinton. I, I, he really wasn't the worst president, I'll say, but, uh, you know, I mean, he still got a but lot. But he was also a liar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, he, he, I will give him credit. He had our economy going pretty damn good. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, he, he too, is he's another liar. A liar has the, poten has the potential to, uh, to commit treason. That's, that's much more dangerous. Um, I mean, look at, look at your economy now over the past four years or three, uh, no, almost four years that, that Trump's been in office. Um, it's, 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 it's booming. Now, if he did that within this um, time that he has been in office, think what he can, where he can uh, take America in the next four years. Uh, the next four years, he, the gloves come off. And, you yeah. know, and, and here, here it is, too. You know, you go on Twitter, and I, every time I put it on, on Twitter about a farm murder in South Africa, I always, I always mention mm. uh, his Twitter account, you know, because I want to bring that to his attention every time, especially, and we, we got to talk, talk about this, David, because you're in the thick of it. You know, the murder of Brendan Horner. Now, 
just just for the audience, just so you don't know, 21-year-old Brendan Herner was uh, captured by a by a bunch of thugs who tortured him and uh, tied him to a pole and I believe stabbed him to death. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, he he, he sustained, uh, as far as I know, three stab wounds. Uh, I think to the right side of his body, and uh, yeah, he was he was uh, he was not hung, but uh, the first um, uh, version that came came out said that he was hung. But even know he was just tied by his neck to a pole. Yeah. Yeah, and and his murderers, you know. Well, I want to go back to one other case too, where. Um, I don't fully agree with uh, what what happened here, and I but I don't think the farmers don't des I don't think these farmers deserve the punishment that they've been handed down. But uh, you know the ones that uh, stuffed that kid in a coffin, I I kind of thought that was bullshit. That was kind of a dick move, I thought. You know, but um, but uh, the fact of the matter is that ain't half as bad as the shit that they pull on the farmers there. Um, you know, and. Uh, I mean, we're talking, what goes on on a South African farm? Uh, babies are boiled in hot, hot water. One woman was brutally raped, and when they, when they couldn't get it up anymore, they shoved shards of glass in her vagina. You know, this yeah. is what happens on a South African farm, and this is what the farmers are tired of, and they are taking a stand. And I will say, it's not just white farmers, but black farmers are going through this shit too. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it definitely is. I know a black farmer that was killed, um, I think, about two weeks ago. I mean, and dur during apartheid, the majority of crime was, uh, majority was black on black. Yeah, no, it still is today. Um, the most of, of uh, violent crimes are um, uh, black on black violence. Uh, it is very, very seldom that you will see um, uh, a fight between a white guy and a black guy. But uh, as soon as that happens, it gets blown out of proportion immediately um, to fit their own agenda. Um, uh, I mean, my people have, have, have never, and you can go in through the history books, uh, the Boot Nation has, has never been the aggressor, and we, we sure as hell don't want to be the aggressor, but we have never backed down from a fight. Um, uh, but to come back to, to farm murders, this was a, uh, a decision by the ANC uh, back in somewhere in the 80s, uh, if, I, if I recall, um, where they identified uh, farmers as soft targets. And they, they, they have never uh, changed that decision until today. It, it's still a soft target. Um, back then... Um, they they identified it, and I mean they were they were brutal killings even back then, um, uh, landmines being planted and, and and stuff like that. But the 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 way it's being done today is 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 much much worse, uh, in the sense that these guys are getting even more creative with with every attack, um, uh, being ever so so more brutal than, than the one before. Um, and then this is only to, uh, for one reason, this is to invoke fear, but they, they mistaking uh, 
the peaceful nature of the boer with fear. We, we don't fear anything. We, the only thing we fear is the hand of God when it comes to Judgment Day. That's the only thing we fear. Yeah, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on something too, but I was reading something somewhere too where uh, a South African commercial farmer actually decided to take a trip up to, I think, like Kenya or um, somewhere where he could purchase a few lions that uh, he could have roam around his house. Yeah, that that I don't know of. I, I know of uh, a couple of far farmers that, that has bought lions and the lions uh, patrol around their houses at night. Um, uh, I've got two farmers on the outskirts of the, of, uh, the town that I stay in that also has uh, a couple of lions patrolling their, their premises at night. And, uh, um, well, you can expect the worst if you try to go in there. <laughs> if the lions don't get you, you're going you're gonna to sure as hell get shot in the face. <laughs> yeah. but, but the fact of the matter is, though, you have to get an animal like that to help protect yeah. you. Says a lot right no. there. You must know where, where, where we are in, the, in, in, this, in this battle against, uh, against farm attacks. And, uh, you know, the, the, the sad thing is um, we have a government, which is the ANC, and they started it. And today um, they, they, they just don't care. I mean, Ramaphosa went on, on, on national TV. In, in New York, and he says, and he, and he, he says, uh, there are no farm murders in South Africa. There are no killing of white farmers in South Africa. What absolute nonsense. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that. Oh, but then I, it was sometime before or after that uh, interview. Who was, who was he uh, taking a picture with and shaking his hand? Oh, I can't remember. Georgie Porgy Soros. Uh, George Soros, yeah, 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 you're right. But um, no, we, we, have a, we have a really, really big problem in South Africa. And um, we, we are now at this stage that the farmers had enough of, of being butchered. They have enough of uh, being bullied. They had enough of being pushed around. And uh, they had enough of not being protected. I mean, uh, uh, until about, I think it was 2002, 2003, we still had the, the commandos. Uh, I don't know if you know about that. We had uh, uh, each town had a, had a commando. And uh, these, these guys were um, more or less, they were, they were protecting the farmers and the farmlands. And uh, they were uh, dis dismantled. Uh, back in 2002, 2003. And then this problem just escalated. It just became worse. And, uh, and looking at where we are today. And for some apparent reason, the, the, the world knows what, what, what goes on thanks to social media. Because mainstream media is absolutely silent. They refuse. It's, it's not part of their agenda. It's not, I don't know, maybe it's not juicy enough. But thank God... We have social media and we can still get all the pictures, video material, statements, affidavits. We can still get it overseas. The world knows what's going on here. And this is what bothers me. There's not one president 
that has stood up and uh, said, listen, um, this has to stop now, or we will put in sanctions, or it, 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 it's not being done. Why? See, and this is where, I mean, this is where a lot of uh, South Africans are looking to Trump to, to, you know, obviously it was when he put out uh, that post on Twitter that he was going to have Secretary Pompeo um, look in, yeah. look into the, yeah. uh, uh, the farm murders and the things going on in South Africa. For many South Africans, that was like a breath of fresh air. Of course, we haven't really heard anything since. Got to understand, yeah. the, the president is a busy man under heavy scrutiny. Yeah, of course, of but, course. But these these next four years, I think he's you know, we is he's got to win. The fate of humanity relies on his reelection. I, I'm pretty, I'm very confident in saying that because Biden is mm. going to destroy us, and. Yeah, he will definitely destroy everything that you know and that you love. I mean, our freedom, go fucking kiss it goodbye if Biden's in there because o yeah. Obama already started the destruction on that. You know, mm. I mean, and I mean, between uh, George, between Bill Clinton, George uh, W. Bush, and uh, Barack Obama, you know, the three of them. The three of them and the shit that they put us through, you know, and and our our economy at the end of uh, of Bush's Bush Junior's term was in shambles. And yeah. here, here's Barack Obama. I'm I'm gonna pull you out of this. I'm gonna pull you out of this. Well, of course. What do, what does Bush Bush do? He passes on the shovel to Obama as he leaves the White House. Obama wow. continues to dig this hole, and uh, then he trades the shovel for an excavator and gets us in deeper. We get Trump in, and he and he gets in that excavator and puts the dirt back in that hole for us. That's the advantage that you have currently, and that. I pray to God that you will have for the next four years. The difference between America, the big difference between America and South Africa is you have a patriot as a as a president. We have a politician. Yes, yes, I, and uh, you know, I mean, obviously, we're talking a man who built casinos, built hotels, had a big timeshare built in Las Vegas, and all, and. Uh, and did, did the whole works, you know, he's got his golf courses, you know, I mean, that's just the, you know, mm. your typical rich man. Um, but, uh, when, when he, when he decided to get into politics, he decided to put implement business policies into his <coughs> politics and guess what? It works. Try, I mean, it, it definitely works. It shows, it shows. Yeah. Exactly. Listen, Billy, you, if you guys, if you guys don't want Trump, we'll take him. <laughs> I do. They, 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 <laughs> I'm, I, I'm not a lot of, I'm not uh, like a lot of the idiots that uh, I happen to get surrounded with. You yeah. know, I mean, uh, we've, since Trump has been in office, we have been prosperous again. He said, we're going to mm. make a, America great again. And he wasn't joking. He wasn't just telling us what you want to hear, so you, so you mark his name on a ballot. You, 
I, I think on the on the South African flag, if you if you look on the back side of the flag, it says uh, um, we're going to take South Africa back to the 1600s. Uh, uh, you guys are, are becoming great again. We're just going backwards. <sighs> Actually, as we talk to, I've, I, I, I'm not like one other uh, South American South African activist who hung up the apartheid flag or the. I'm going to say the old mm. South African flag. I've got two flags sitting behind me, and if my computer was stronger, you you'd be able to see it. I've got the uh, flag of the uh, Transvaal and the flag of the Orange Free State. Feel clear. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got okay. the, got those two, you know. I'm not. I'm I not, just wanted to. I just wanted to say, if you don't have one, I'll send them both to you. I've got, I've got them both. They're not very big, mind you, but uh, yeah. they're good enough. I got a I got a present the uh, the last Friday when when we uh, had the those two terrorists in court again. One uh, one of my friends came up to me and he gave me a a field clear f a flag. Uh, 25 meters by 12 meters. Nice. <laughs> a, a huge one. <laughs> you know what? Well, when we're done talking here, and unfortunately we do have to wrap this up pretty soon, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send you that picture, David. Uh, you'll, oh, see, you'll see me sit, sitting there, and, I, and I've got the, got the two uh, flags of the republics behind me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, 100%. Um, yeah, I also... Uh, have limited uh, time, but um, the the one thing that I that I really want to tell your listeners, and, and I hope this this message goes goes viral in America, is that you guys can can really be proud of of what you have currently. Um, yes, America has its own internal uh, conflicts, um, but those conflicts. Are instigated, and we know where they come from. I mean, the American people can see who are the instigators, but there's not, it's, it's nothing that you can't overcome. Uh, as long as you, as, as American folks, uh, stay united, stay positive, and stay the hell away from politicians, you'll just be fine. <laughs> there we go. I love that. Right. Absolutely. Seriously. Then you'll be fine. Then you got no worries. And it's been. I just want just one more thing. I want to ask you uh, b before mm. uh, we cut and go go to our uh, first music break. Um, you know, uh, John B. Wells has been saying. I've been saying too, and and uh, it's been proven more and more. Even uh, Jason Bartlett's been saying this too, that uh, South Africa. Right now is well, not just South Africa, South Africa, Venezuela, Zimbabwe, and what they did over there. That that those right there are the blueprints for what they want here in America, and that's why. Yeah, we, well, this we need. This is the this is the testing center. This, this is where 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 they test all the uh, um, their plans. So no, you you can be sure if 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 you vote for the wrong guy, it's it's coming your way. It's definitely coming your way, and you have to you have to uh, not do that. Just stick to your guns, stick to the devil you know. Let's let's put it like that. Not that Trump is a devil. I don't know him all that well, but um, I mean that's just all saying. Stick to what you know. Stick to your guns. Yes. <laughs> 
Well, David, that's all the time we have for this segment. I want to thank you very much uh, for joining the show. And, uh, you know, I know what's going on over in your country. And, uh, you know, you and your people are in our prayers daily. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. And uh, we will uh, will definitely pray for for the right person to be elected in in the U.S. as well. Uh, I still want to come and visit your your country uh, someday and uh, hopefully when I get there everything hasn't gone to shit <laughs> yes indeed <laughs> well, th- <laughs> thank you very much okay. David God bless you have a good good night cheers buddy you bet <laughs> alright ladies and gentlemen that's David Mong out of South Africa putting in his two cents on this upcoming election and I like and I liked what he had to say We're going to hit our first music break. We got Bryson Gray coming up, uh, going to be followed by Mickey LaMantia, Motion Device, and a group called Dead, spelled D-E-D, and topping it off with Carl Klang. We'll be right back. Got Jericho Green after this. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, do you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth? Black, white, and brown, but we all American. They 
want us to fight it, that's the only way they win. I just speak the truth and I don't care who I offend. One A, I can say whatever the hell I want. Two A, I can buy whatever guns I want. Ay, they say Bernie's not making songs about Donald Trump. <laughs> what? I can, I can say whatever I want. White skin, red hat, black strap, America. My name's DC Capital. Liberals, I'll embarrass ya. My name's Dagan Carey. Liberal rappers, I will carry ya. Dagan just like Reagan with the D, but I'm not Democrat. Used to flip them packs like Eric Swalwell, bet I had the gas. MSNBC is faker than Michelle Obama's rap. Manly face, manly shoulders, bigger hands than Trump, in fact. Don't you question gender, gender's infinite, they'll tell you that. And Alex Jones, I trust. It's Donald Trump a bust. They bust illegal voters, but don't need a bigger bus. It's 2020, baby. Boris out in London, baby. This so worldwide moving every nation, every color, baby. Back ain't got no color finna tell them all weak, gonna tell them all summer, gonna tell them all false. They vote in abundance, we'll be chillin' like King Face 2, tell it. Three more terms, fake news, gonna love it. Three whole terms, so flakes can't stomach. You gonna get them, put the trial on you, gonna hang, put the neck, but the neck slip through. Why do we get judged by the color of our skin? Black, white, and brown, but we all American. They want us to fight it, that's the only way they win. I just speak the truth and I don't care who I offend. One A, I can say whatever the hell I want. Two A, I can buy whatever guns I want. Ay, they say Bernie's not making songs about Donald Trump. <laughs> what? history shows that I've done everything I can to support our minority groups. I want to end the war against illegal immigration because, after all, they're citizens too. However, my opponent rejects the idea of such acceptance. He's even been seen stopping Hispanics in the street and accusing them of being illegal. From drafting legislation to give free food stamps and welfare to personally distracting the Border Patrol for easier passage, I am truly here for the people. And yes, it's true that I voted in favor of funding for Planned Parenthood. I not only advocate, but promote a woman's right to have an abortion. In fact, last week I personally aborted an entire class of third graders. Yet your Republican nominee has been seen at abortion clinics, yelling at rape victims telling them it was the will of God to bear their child. He has no respect for anyone who isn't also a rich white man. Whereas I will give you all free health care, free food, and free abortions. Myself. He forces his religion on an entire nation, whereas I oppose religion in schools and in the home. He tries to portray a healthy marriage, but we all know that's really his sister. On November 6th, vote for a strong woman fighting for you, not an inbred Texan with a spoon-fed Harvard degree and stupid. I'm your Democratic candidate, and I approve this message. Funded by Tampon, the American Minority Political Outreach Network. This country come to Well I know I'm locked and loaded And you should be too I keep my fantasy Even that bad, bad man There's a line you better tow Cause I'm always locked and loaded If you break into my house, I fill you with lead. Two to the chest and one to the head, I keep my 
She heads that her kids is just one care for you. A shotgun to the chest and a shallow grave will do. We keep our kids safe. Hey, from that bad, bad man. There's a line you better toe. Cause I'm always locked and loaded. Soldiers won't think twice All you terrorists take heed Gonna put you on ice Keep our country safe Hey, from that bad, bad man There's a line you better tell Cause red, white, and blue's locked and loaded There's a line you better tow Cause red, white, and blue is locked and loaded It's all Second Amendment
power, responsibility to a
soldier Some call me M.I.A. Some say I can't go home again Some say I chose to stay I am the unknown soldier Who you refuse to know A brother and a friend of yours Who left so long ago Some call me P.O.W. The one they left behind I am the unknown soldier The one they never tried to find I'm the one they never tried to find I'm a farmer from Missouri The soldier from St. Paul I was the hero of my family And still my picture's upon their wall I'm a poet and a scholar And the boy who lived next door I am the unknown soldier Forgotten on a foreign shore Long forgotten on a foreign shore I was someone's loving daddy I was someone's pride and joy I was someone's tender lover A worried mama's a little boy And if you should just forget me here Then should I forget you too Please won't you try to bring me home I'm someone who belongs to you I'm still someone who belongs to you I am the unknown soldier With no more tears to shed I'm just a fading memory A part of the living dead My country has betrayed me Yet I have forgiven you And every night I pray to God That somehow He'll forgive you too Yes, even somehow He'll forgive you too I am the unknown soldier The one for whom you cried That familiar face that you can't face The one your country told you died I am the unknown soldier with dreams you'll rescue me And I am a man who understands Only death might ever set me free Only death might ever set me free I am the unknown soldier And I'm black and blue and gray I said I am the unknown soldier And I die slowly every day And I'm tired and I'm hungry And I'm lonely and I'm cold I am the unknown soldier The one you bought and sold I'm the one you bought and sold So lay down close beside me now And gently stroke my face
And wrap your arms around me now Before we leave this place Some called me P.O.W. Some called me M.I.A. Some say I can't come home again But I will return someday There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your hunter athletic gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, hunter athletic gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection and speed battle after battle hunter athletic gear is the brand celebrating your victory hunter athletic gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies including compression pants fight shorts hoodies vests caps and bikinis they can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business visit their website at huntermma.co.za gear up and let's train What news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. Take back your voice. Take back our media. But most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four hour un interrupted and uncensored information join our ctm family today join the movement join the fight for freedom and independence caravan to midnight is media for the people by the people independent of commercial obligations or influence for less than a cup of coffee per month you can make a difference let the people fund the next news network help us grow help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first join the family at caravantomidnight.com If you've been searching for a show that talks about what's trending in the world, entertainment gossip, stupid news, and more, sizzling talk radio that is not dumbed or watered down, a show that is not for pussies, then you need to stop searching and check out The Charles Richardson Show. It's uncensored talk radio. No crybabies. No losers. No fucktards. Charles Richardson and crew bring it 100% with real opinions. If you can't take it, Get the fuck out. You can even call the show and flap your gums, provided you have a brain. For the 411 stations and showtimes, like the Charles Richardson Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Charles Richardson Show. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. The Charles Richardson Show. You want some? Come get some. 
Mary Jane CBD and Vape Shop, the only CBD dispensary in the city. We have CBD oil, CBD flour, CBD pre-rolls, and CBD-infused hot beverages at your service. We do not have any THC in our CBD products. Stop on in at 302 West Victory Drive, Savannah, Georgia. Use CBD420 to get a 20% discount at the store. Mary Jane CBD and Vape Shop, again at 302 West Victory Drive. You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, gear up, let's train. And USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. Go to USAC.center for more information. The songs you just heard, you just heard Carl Kling with I Am the Unknown Soldier. Before that, Dead with Hate Me. Before that, Motion Device with Responsibility. Before that, Mickey LaMantia with Locked and Loaded. And starting off the whole set, Bryson Gray with All-American. All right, we're going to continue discussing the 2020 elections. This is a pre-recorded uh, discussion I had with Jericho Green. If you remember him, yeah, go check out his YouTube channel. Go check out Jericho Green, J-E-R-I-C-H-O. I think it's uh, youtube.com slash Jericho Green 1. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and cue that discussion I had. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for this edition of Outlaw Radio, the 2020 election special, I want to welcome back my good friend Jericho Green out of California. Jericho, how you doing? Dun, dun, dun. Man. <laughs> 2020 election. Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me again, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, what's up to everybody? What a full plate we have, huh? Yeah, there's a there's a lot to cover right now. I mean, um, I got to be honest, I didn't uh, watch the first debate because I got a little got a little busy doing things. But uh, there was no way in hell I was going to miss this last debate. And my God, I mean, it, it it's it was like a one sided ass kicking. I mean, good lord. I mean, I didn't know they could uh, show a homicide on uh tv but they did yesterday um that was unfortunate for biden i mean you hate to see elderly people get abused but that's what happened man i mean trump just and you know if you had to miss a debate the last one was the one to miss like you said not this one it was it was amazing it was uh if this makes sense a less polished but equally destructive version of what Pence did to Harris. Yes. yes. Oh my God. You know, so <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I just, I just kind of like too how uh, President Trump just kind of bided his time until until uh, he was ready to go for the kill, which which honestly didn't take long. 
You know, so um, they're going over what you call the the sweet and sour sniffles. Uh, first off, Jericho, I want to tell you, I recovered from that uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, I got to tell you, I've been sicker than that before. I've had colds worse than that. I had a I had a bit of a headache, a, a small sore throat, and a and a fever that didn't even last twelve hours. Then I lost my sense of smell for about oh maybe a week, and I was fine. I mean, number one, I'm glad. I'm glad you are fine. Um, but like he said last night, 99% of people in general recover from it. You know, um, it's it's not what they told us uh, it was going to be. Again, like he mentioned last night, we were supposed to lose uh, over 2 million people. And they were way off. Um, I mean... Uh, it's unfortunate, of course, the lives that we lost, but for Biden to lay them, lay every single one of those deaths at the feet of the president. See, they don't know if they want him to be King Trump, who has all his control over everything, and he just snaps his fingers. He comes out on the balcony of his castle, and he decrees something out to the people, and we all cheer, and that's the way it happens. Or do they want him to be this ineffective, bumbling frat boy who can't do anything right they can't have it both ways he's not a king he can't snap his fingers he can't override and bulldoze state and local government there's we you know there's a reason that it's split up into different groups he can't just step in unless you know it's a safety issue or something like that but he can't just come in and tell every state this is what we're going to do and even if he did who's to say man but that's just that's low and it's mean and it's wrong to lay every one of those deaths at his feet. Well, considering the fact, too, let, let's take into effect of who's really, really um, um, be, be behind the cause of a lot of deaths. Uh, you know, uh, Governor Cuomo the homo in New York, how many people? Oh, man. I mean, how many elderly people died from COVID-19 because of him? And this is one of Biden's friends, but yeah, he's trying to put the blame on Trump, and and also yeah, the, I mean the governor of New Jersey as well. Yeah, he was literally you know ushering the people into the nursing homes. He was saying, no, "Come on, come on in, it's fine. Everybody, come on in. Close the door behind you. Everything is going to be fine." And this sheltering in place, and and Biden uh, was saying how. He wants to do, but well, before when him and I think it was the first time him and Kamala came out together after he picked her as VP, saying that he wants to do a six-week hard lockdown. And the science, all these scientists that he always says, what's the scientists? We got the science, the science, the scientists say. Well, the scientists are saying that it spreads way quicker and way more indoors. And he's, you know, his mask. If people held it up, if we would have just wore these, we could have saved a hundred thousand lives. Well, 85% of people that get it were wearing masks. So well, what's it going to be, man? What's it going to be? And that just shows that's the equivalent of somebody name calling in a debate. It shows that they've run out of ammunition. All of their what they think were facts are all gone. So now let's just get emotional and start making outlandish. And just that's sick, man. It's not his fault. You know, it's not Trump's fault that all those people died. And if you want to really get into the numbers, People who actually died just from COVID, 
that, that's a real small number. Yeah, just from COVID alone, most people who died already had something else to go with it. So they were basically at the buffet of sicknesses. But you know, you know what, Jericho? Masks, these masks are not totally worthless. I mean, number one, uh, you know, somebody told me, well, you know, why don't you start, uh, we'll make some outlaw radio masks and, uh, and, uh, and sell them. I'm like, okay, uh, sure. So, so, you know, I got some for sale, but I'll tell you where they come in really handy is because my wife fosters kittens. And when I was asked to take out the litter box, it came in real handy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I guess it does have its place, huh? (laughs) Yes, exactly. You know, I see, I see people every day, you know, with their mat, their nose over the mask and like just covering part of their face. And it's like completely down under their chin. I mean, come on, man. Like, what is this? And for him to come on stage with his mask on and then take it off when he gets to the podium. I mean, (laughs) what are we doing here, man? What's going on? You know, I mean, if you makes you feel safe or if, you know, maybe you're immune compromised or something, I don't know. But to mandate it for everybody, which he wants to do, and to have everybody on a hard lockdown, it, it feels like, it almost feels like Red Dawn. You know, we're all going to be inside and the streets are going to be patrolled by these armored personnel carriers making sure that we don't step out for a breath of fresh air and infect our neighborhood. You know, it's just, I don't like the feel of that. Too much, More government is bad. I don't know when people are going to to uh, latch on to this idea. But more government is bad. They prove to us time and time again they can't handle. You can't handle responsibility. And we we have people in this country who are steady trying to no give them more, give them more. No, they blew this. They ruined that. They they overspent on this. But let's give them some more. Yeah, yeah. It it just doesn't make any sense. You know, I mean, um, you know, back in back in the eighties when during the Cold War against the former Soviet Union and all that. You know, I've, I, had, I had friends uh, that I used to work with came, came over from Russia. That said, the reason why they left the Soviet Union, because they didn't want to live under a communist regime. They wanted to go somewhere where they, ha- they felt that they had a future that wasn't controlled by the government. And what I don't I just don't get that Jericho how these young people are are just all up the idea that uh, socialism and communism is the answer to it and capitalism is the disease. Uh yeah, capitalism uh, capitalism doesn't work if you're a lazy ass. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a childish mentality. I mean, you know, oh, free stuff, free stuff, I don't have to pay. That's a childish way to look at things. And maybe they just don't know better. As, you know, specifically speaking about the young people, they don't have that life experience. They're going from the teat of mommy and daddy to this socialist teat that's being presented to them. It's almost like swinging from one vine to the next. You know, it's, it's natural for them. Like, okay, cool. Everything's been free my whole life. Why not some more free stuff? Yeah, free education. I just got out of college. I don't want to pay. You know, free health care. It's ridiculous and you speak to one person who lived through communism they'll tell you it's the worst thing on earth you don't 
want to do it. And they came here to escape it, so they certainly don't want to relive that nightmare in a place that has been such the opposite for them. This is, that's what keeps America number one in the world. That's what's unique about America. Well, I wouldn't say unique. There are other countries, but they just don't do it the same way we do. It's opportunity. It's just add hard work. That's all you have to do. America is, you know, like pancake batter. Okay, just add hard work and everything is going to be fine. It don't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what you have when you get here. We've all heard a story of some immigrant we know. But yeah, my grandpa came here with $8 in his pocket. My, grandma, my grandpa came here with nothing. If you work hard, that nothing will turn into something very quickly. It's all based on how hard you want to work. But the people who need to be heard right now are the people who have lived through communism. They will tell you it's a mistake. What in the fuck are you doing? Why are you rushing speeding down this hill toward communism. It makes no sense. I actually heard one of the most ridiculous excuses recently, Jericho, in a long time. I was, talk I was talking to somebody, and you know, they're, they're blaming God. And I, I, I said, well, why, for, for the problems that we're having now, why are you blaming God? Well, number one, God, God could be here to stop it and he won't do it. But, you know, he, he took, he, uh, he created the tree of choice and they ate off of it because they were tempted. So it's his fault for putting it there. Give me a fucking break. Nope. God helps those who help themselves. Exactly. You know? We've all heard the joke, you know, the guy is on the on top of his house and he's going to drown because of the floods and the helicopter comes by, the plane comes by and the boat comes by and nope, God's going to save me. God's going to save me. Well, he's not going to come down here and appear in your living room, you know, but if you take, if you take the initiative, God will help you out. But to just sit there and blame him for that, that's what they do. They blame. You know, it's, again, that childish mentality. It's not my fault. You know, that's how we look at kids like that. That's not their fault. They're a kid. You know, that's not their fault. They're a kid. That's, that's their, their layer of victimhood, I guess, you know, for, for children. But they don't lose that mentality. That's why they get out in the streets and march and beg and plead for socialism, which is fucking insane. It's like you're campaigning for the slaughterhouse and you're a lamb. What the what are you doing? Don't you guys have Google? And, you know, capitalism is such a terrible thing as you tweet this from your, your iPhone. You know what I mean? That part of capitalism is okay. But <laughs> you don't like the part of it that makes you get out there and work for what you have. I don't get it, man. No, no, that, that's exactly it. That, that's exactly it right there. You know, I got to be honest. I, I think, uh, you know, the fate of humanity, honestly, and, and people... You can disagree with me if you want. Other people can disagree with me, but I honestly feel I, I could sound like one of those crazy conspiracy theorists like Alex Jones, but I honestly feel that the, the fate of humanity lies in this election because if Biden gets in that office, um, our, our freedom as we know it is over. You know, he's going to call in Bill Gates to, to do his miracle vaccine that's going to that all all that is is just some kind of crap that's going to alter your dna and and uh, move in the uh, artificial intelligence bullshit coming in you know and and 
push the 5G thing, you know, and and Trump's the one, Trump is the dam that's that's holding all this water from falling on us. And you know, we we need to keep him there. I I I seriously believe that uh, you know, that he for for the sake of all humanity all, all over the world, Trump needs to win this election. Yeah, man, he uh, he puts the Hoover Dam to shame, you know. And uh, don't forget, he wants to have a uh, member when Beta O'Rourke lost when he he bowed out. He told him, he said, he said, you're not, this isn't the last you're going to see this guy. You're going to help me, and I quote, take care of the gun problem in this country. I didn't know we had a gun problem, but the guns are what keep us from having a problem, the way I see it. Um, and you're right. This the stakes in this election are, as my dad say, are high as giraffe pussy, man. They are, I mean, communism is on the ballot. We have gotten to a point where communism is one of two options left on the ballot. Yes. That's, those are only two choices. We either, we either go Trump with prosperity and life and freedom and personal responsibility, or you go with Biden where all of those things I just said are taken away. Exactly. And I don't understand. Yeah. And it's, it's that simple and it's that serious. And it wasn't as serious the last election, but it's that serious this time because over the last four years, they've become just blatant and outright telling us what they want to do. He said, I will raise your taxes. Now, I know he says, if you make over $400,000 a year, that's a bunch of bullshit because taxing the rich, that trickles down to us in a negative way, us being the working class. Because um, they're going to take their money and their companies and their jobs and they're going to go elsewhere. And the bigger the company, um, a.k.a. the largest employers of the American population, it's even easier for them to move because they got the money. They can pick up and go to another country. They can pick up and go to another state overnight. Ask Tesla. They're getting ready to move to Texas if California don't get their shit together. So all this stuff that, that a good portion of this country that they're trying to pull us towards and push us toward is insane and it's our destruction. It's and Trump has proven, look, man, I'm a businessman. America's a business. You call me here to take care of a problem. That's what I'm gonna do. He's a set of fresh eyes. If you have a problem with somebody in your in your family, you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna be their therapist because you got, you know, you that's your family and emotions. You know, what if it's your kid? You're not gonna you need somebody who's objective, who has no dog in the fight. I'm here to do a job. That's what we got. And that's what we need. Trump's like, look, man, I'm trying to take care of you. And he proves it. The Taliban is supporting Trump because he keeps his promises. And he said, I want to pull the troops out. Hey, what more do you need to know? One of our sworn enemies believes in Trump, his ability to keep promises. And we need to do the same. And that that's just the thing, too, is Trump has, over four years, Trump has uh, kept his promise. He, he said he's going to build a wall. He ain't joking. It's under construction. And they've, what, they put about 400 miles, I think he said, on that wall, and they're going to keep going? He's not here to fuck around. He's here to do a job. He's here to run a business like he does well. They're so mad, and they hate Trump. They hate him because they created him. They hate him because you set the stage for the Trump show. You did this. 
This is your fault. All this hatred you have towards him, that's for them, or, you know, those, the, the left and the, the crazy liberals. Liberal used to mean something good. But what it's been perverted and changed into now, those kind of people have such hatred, hatred for Trump because they created him. You made us want this. You made us need this. You had eight years of a liberal's wet dream. You had a, a colored man in office. You can ooh and ah and have your little pet on center stage, and he did nothing for you. And he created the stage for what you hate now. And all those celebrities would say, if he wins again, I'm leaving. Let me know a time and place. I will come and help pack your Louis Vuitton luggage for you. I will drive you to the airport. Get the fuck out of here because we don't need you. But they won't. Why? Because they know what America is all about, and they know this is the best show going. Period. And we are this close to blowing it. Yeah. And uh, I just, one thing I, I just uh, absolutely loved about the debate was who built the cages. I mean, they could, they could blame, <laughs> they could blame ice. They can blame Trump, but those pictures we saw were taken back in 2014. Who the fuck was vice president at that time? That's right, and that's, that was another thing that I love that Trump did. He nailed him. He said, you were in there, fool. You were in the main house for eight years, and you did shit. But now, now we're supposed to trust you to go, oh, all right, I had eight years. Give me, give me another four. I'll do it this time. Bullshit. That's what he's trying to tell the American people. He's pulling the curtain back. Look, here's the Wizard of Oz, this sad, scared old man. This is the truth. But they don't want that. And... I loved how he did that. I love how he said, bullshit, you were there. You didn't do shit. We're not going to give you four more, and you're not going to do shit again. Make it even worse. It's, man, it is so crazy how people just refuse to do their homework and refuse to see what Biden really is. And if you just listen, literally, if you just listen, he'll tell you. This man did the eulogy at Robert Byrd's funeral. Case closed. I don't want to hear anything else about Trump being a racist because you know damn good and well if he did the eulogy for that man, you already know how that story ends. Um, you know, and it it was it was also Biden, who a younger Joe Biden who said that who who stood up against integration, saying that he didn't want his kids going to, he wanted his kids to go to school, not the jungle. I mean, come on, don't tell me that's not a racist statement. Well, it didn't come out of the orange mouth, so no, it's not. Yeah, exactly. It, it, exactly. And that, whatever that this crap is, uh, you vote for Trump, you ain't black. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck's that got to do with it? To, the, to him, that's everything. To the, everybody who shares that mindset. All the people, you know, it would have that saying, if you point, pointing one finger at somebody, you got three more pointing back at you or whatever. That's how it is with these guys. They're yelling, Trump's a racist, Trump's Hitler. You're racist. And there's audio and there's printed words that you said. I mean, just go back and just say the last 30 days, the things that Biden has said. And it's not that what he's saying offends black people. I'm not offended by it, but... It's the hypocrisy. It's the fact that if Trump said anything half as bad, I mean, they'd all be, be jacking off 
on CNN and MSNBC because they finally, you know, get that, that smoking gun they've been dreaming about, having their wet dreams about. So that's what offends people. That's what pisses, pisses me off is that you wouldn't go after Biden the same way when he says, he, when he actually says racist shit, the, the stuff you accuse Trump of, there's either audio to the contrary or there's no proof that he said it. And to be completely honest, I don't go to the president for kind words and friendship and to console me and give me advice on life. He's the president. All right. Go out there. What I, what you told, go out there and do what you told me you were going to do on the campaign trail. That's it. Everything else, emotional support, words of encouragement. I got a, a, you know, an inner circle for that kind of stuff. I don't need the president to always say nice, fluffy, happy things that make me feel good. Don't make me feel anything. Just go out there and make sure I'm safe and take as little taxes out as possible. And that's really all I need the president for. You know, there, there's something else I almost forgot about, Jericho, that uh, I should mention. Is that, uh, you know, over the, pa- the past, uh, I'd say, what, maybe t- 12 to 14 years, you know, when, I, when Anonymous first burst onto the scene, you know, I didn't like the shit they were doing, like hacking people's Facebooks and, you know all that but uh, when they when they got serious and started addressing real issues and and uh, you know attacking people that attack our freedom I, I started to take a stand with anonymous on that and then trump got elected and anonymous sent him a message saying all right you you won congratulations now you need to keep your promises and that was the mm-hmm. o- that was the only message that i know of that was sent to Trump by Anonymous. Obama got several messages from Anonymous saying, "Hey, you better you better quit this. You better knock this shit off. You better stop that." Only one message to Trump from Anonymous. Now, what does that tell you? Everything you need to know. I mean, Obama he he didn't have to worry about consequences because there were none. The media was in his back pocket. Everybody was afraid to criticize or not even criticize, just shed light on the things that he said or did because he was the exalted one. You know, he, he's, he's Obama. So you can't say anything about him because automatically, you know, even if you said, man, I think you, is that a scuff on issue? Oh, you're, you're a racist. You said that because he's black. Like, chill out, man. So he was untouchable. So there was no reason for him to take anybody's advice to stop doing something. He was, he was untouchable. He was invincible. You know, he was, he was like a, a teenager. I remember a senior in high school, you know, they bring uh, that program called D.A.R.E., you know, or MAD, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, and you know, they tell you, hey, guys, make sure you don't do this, and on graduation night, you be safe. You know, you're thinking, man, that's not going to happen to me. I'm not going to do that. It's going to happen to some other kid. That's what he's thinking. It's <laughs> not going to do anything to me. I don't have to worry about consequences. I'm Obama. Watch this. As soon as I go out there on the podium, you got, you know, half the housewives in America flicking their beans. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I just, I just remember uh, what, what my uncle said about Obama. He just, he just said be- before he took office, he said, watch him. He's, he's got uh, the charisma of John F. Kennedy and he knows how to lie. Yep. And uh, yeah, he's, he's yeah, go on. No, he uh, definitely had the uh, the silver tongue. You know, that's what 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 uh, fooled too many people. 
is that he sounded so well. And if, and if all that, if that's all being a president was, man, he, he'd be the greatest ever. You know, he could uh, convince, you know, uh, a holy man to do unholy things. You know, he was, he was that good, but there's more to being a president than sounding good. And then for him to really set the table for this overly sensitive America's racist narrative that we all have to choke down every day. Um, that's really what he did that. Unfortunately, that's, uh, Obama's legacy. Yeah. And, and the fact too, that he completely, he raised our taxes. Um, you know, Bush kickstarted fucking up the economy and, uh, you know how they, how they say, you know, when, uh, when someone takes over, they call it patch, passing the torch. Well, Bush didn't pass the torch. He passed the shovel. And uh, Obama slowly uh, continued to uh, dig in this hole that Bush started, and then he traded the shovel for an excavator. Yeah, he's like, fuck this. Let me get some heavy equipment in here and really, really dig a hole for this country. Yeah, uh, Trump, you know, he was given a runny shit sandwich when he took uh, the oath and he made historic leaps and bounds, you know, there's, you've seen the footage of Obama saying, Oh, does he have a magic wand? He won't be able to do this. He won't be able to do that. And Trump was like, yeah, I can. I know how to fix businesses. I know how to run a business just because America is a giant one. doesn't mean the fundamentals change good customer service, good product. That's what you need to be a successful business period. And he came in with that mindset and dug us out of that hole. He took that same, uh, excavator and put the dirt back in the hole and got us damn near level again until the, you know, the COVID AKA the sweet and sour sniffles, you know, hit our shores. And it's so funny how people forget that. Oh, Trump, he look at this economy. It's going to, he's going to leave office having the worst. Yeah. Because of the pandemic, how can you leave out the most important part of that statement? It's because of the pandemic. He didn't just say, you know what? Things are going too well. Let's shut it all down. I want to start all over, you know, six months from my second term. That just, that's just so stupid and just neglecting the facts. It's really sad. Well, the IQ level has definitely dropped a, a tremendous uh, since, since my time, since your time, Jericho. I mean, good Lord. But oh, uh, you know what? Before I forget, there's some lady uh, she's actually a lawyer, a corporate lawyer, some blue check mark. Right. And she went on Twitter last night because, you know, Trump mentioned the coyotes and stuff and those missing kids. And she was like, what you mean to tell me a coyote has something to do with this? Now animals are trafficking kids. That's so stupid. Shut up, Trump. Stop talking. I'm like, wait a minute. You're, you don't even, you know, how fucking stupid you sound right now. That's TDS for you in a nutshell. You're just blinded by your hatred. You don't even know why you don't like them. You were just told not to like them. And you're so blinded by it that you got on a major platform and said out loud that you think wild animals is what he was referring to when he said a fucking coyote. Case closed. Is this what we're up against? Okay. But the unfortunate part is these same dumbasses, people that fucking stupid, who if you hooked electrodes to their brain, they couldn't power a fucking easy-bake oven those dummies get ballots too. And that's the sad part. You know, one of, one of my first jobs, Jericho, uh, when, when I was in high school was, uh, 
There, there was a cattle rancher not that that lived in my area that uh, w- was having a lot of problems because coyotes were going after his cows, especially when they were having calves. And mm-hmm. and as you know, when it comes to a farmer or a rancher, I mean, one cow that's twenty that's that that's two twenty five hundred dollars right there. So he he mm-hmm. paid he paid me. $20 a head for every coyote I killed. Uh, why did Trump call them coyotes? Because those coming across from the border, the cartel and, and, uh, and all the criminals, they're a fucking pest. That's Why did I kill coyotes? Because they were a pest. Why did he refer the, to them as coyotes? Because they're a pest. So. Yes. And. <laughs> go on. <laughs> And that's and he also referred to him because that's what you fucking call them. That's what they've been called as long as I can remember are coyotes, because that's what that's the name for him. He's she really thought that the leader of the free world was really saying that animals team up with people and bring people across the border. That's what they're called. And they act like these coyotes just, you know, pull up to the bus stop. Come on, kids. We're going to go up to America. You ready? Yay. The wheels on the bus go. No. (laughs) Women are raped at almost 80%. These children aren't even with their parents. Who knows where they are? So it's not all fun and cool road road trip songs that they sing on the way up here. It's horrific. And for those kids to, to make it to a detention center is an upgrade from what they just went through to get here. Oh, yeah. Those, so if you're so concerned. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, if you're, so, if you're so concerned about, you know, people, POCs and black and brown faces, well, there's some brown faces you can help because the coyotes are the ones. And that's the reason he said they're sending the rapists. Because women get raped on the way up here. If you rape someone, you're a rapist. Like he's going to get up there and say, yeah, all Mexicans are rapists. Trump 2020. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we have to, if we're going to deal with each other, it has to be based in some type of reality. And part of that reality is someone running for president, not getting up there saying all Mexicans are rapists. That's just stupid. There's audio and video proof to the contrary. And they don't want to hear that. They're blind. No, no matter what socialism, I know Biden is going to usher in our death as a country. That doesn't matter. I was told by the letter networks to hate him. And that's what I have to do. No matter what. That shit's scary. My dad would tell me someone who doesn't care is dangerous. Very dangerous. And another interesting fact too, is when Trump was running four (laughs) years ago against Hillary, um, I met this young lady that I worked with for a while, and she moved here from uh, Southern California somewhere. And she she was Hispanic, and uh, she she came out and said she was going to vote for Trump, and and it it kind of surprised me a little bit. And then she then she pulled me aside, and said, "I saw the look on your face, and I'm going to tell you why, because my dad my dad is involved in the cartel, and I've seen some." some bad shit not, that I know Hillary ain't going to do shit about and Trump will. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's, that's all we ask for is for someone to keep their campaign promises. He also said no new wars. 
I don't see any new ones on the horizon, even though, oh, oh no, he called Kim Jong-un rocket man. That's it. World War III. Here we go. We're all going to die. Uh-oh, he, he uh, droned General Soleimani. Uh-oh, al-Baghdadi. Uh-oh, World War III. Uh-oh, here we go. Nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, they got droned. Yeah, there were strategic surgical strikes. Yeah, but no wars. We're not sending our people to die for nothing. And again, that's why I'm glad he keeps his promises, because we'll be bringing our troops home from Afghanistan. Why don't they ask the troops what they think? You think they like to have sand in every nook and cranny on their body all the time? You think they like to worry about IEDs for an ideal they're never going to change? We've been there since 2002. If we haven't done it by now, we're not going to do it. And again, that's going to be another promise that he keeps. Does he get them all? No, you can't get them all every time. But the big ones, no new wars, a wall, bringing jobs back to America, America first. Hell yeah. You know... It wasn't since Reagan that uh, our enemies have been incontinent in the shadow of our anger. I mean, um, you know, over, since, since Bush Sr., I mean, our, our, our enemies have laughed at us, even though we, we could kick their ass. We help them up and they, they stab us in the back and we go, we go fight again and we'll kick their ass again. But the, they haven't been afraid of us since Reagan. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. even even John F. Kennedy, uh, you know, and and before he was assassinated, scared the fuck out of Fidel Castro. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, and right. tr Trump is bringing that back to us. I mean, the whole point is, you're if I don't want to go to war, but if you push me that far, I'm going to go to war. I'm going to fucking win. End of story. Yep. You know, that's what we, that's what we as a nation used to be. And, and there's one other thing that I found very interesting, um, as I was reading and I, and I started thinking about it because those of us conservatives who are being, who are constantly being bullied by Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and this whole liberal agenda, radical liberal agenda, I was I was reading something about about uh, the origins of kung fu, and and where it began, and what it was was these peaceful monks, and people kept fucking with them, and they kept fucking with them, and they kept fucking with them. And you know the life of a monk, you know they they want to be peaceful, and really it's but we they they started in kung fu. They started this training and started started fighting because they eventually got tired of being fucked with, and they became some of the mm -hmm. most some of the deadliest warriors on earth. No, they're not going to initiate a fight, but if you start one with them, oh shit, you're you're done. Yeah, and we're right. we're when at that point. For sure, it's you know when somebody gets tired of something. They're going to do something about it, period. That's human nature. That's the way people operate. And people should be afraid when America gets up and walks in the room. You know, I, as, as a father, if my wife calls me in here to dispense justice, when I come in the room, you better be up off the couch worried about what I'm about to do. It better be like that scene from that movie Ransom. Remember he got his kid back and he heard the kidnappers talking to his dad on the phone? Oh, yeah. And he pans down and he sticks in his pants. Well, when America stands up and you hear us bellow, you better fucking have a reaction. 
and not that we're, we're going to bully people around the world and impose our will where it doesn't need to be imposed, but we are the top dog. We need to be respected, period. And if we're going to be doing things around the world and saving the world and helping people, you're going to have to pay your fair share. Like uh, today where uh, Israel and Sudan you know, signed uh, basically a peace treaty and, and wanting to negotiate with each other and you know, uh, commerce and have flights from Israel to Africa and all these different things. But Trump said, before we do that, Sudan, you need to pay $335 million to a fund for uh, American terrorism victims, American victims of terrorism. And, you know, that's all we're asking is to pay the f- our fair share. Biden even said it in the first debate. He said, ever since we pulled out of the Paris Accord, it's fallen apart. Yeah, because we were the only ones paying, you fool. Trump's done with us being the fool. And the and what's even worse is we're, there's a, a mixed martial arts fighter. There used to be his name was Bob the Beast Sap. I'm- and he was in that movie the longest yeah, the I yard with uh, Adam Sandler. I actually interviewed him uh, uh, almost ten years ago. Yeah, I know. Sam. Yeah, he's a, a monster. Six, you know, six five, six six, three hundred pounds with a six pack. Dude, on paper, <laughs> dude should have killed everybody he stepped in the ring with, but he could be beaten. And you know, looking at him, you think this big old guy. How does somebody beat this mountain, this muscular mountain of a man? And that was us. We were in the, on the playground surrounded by China and Russia and basically NATO and everybody else, you know, dipping their hands in our wallet, and they're just shoving us back and forth on the playground eating our fucking lunch every day. And so finally we got an alpha male in there and says, no, bullshit. You touch me again, I'm going to fuck you up. Here's the new rules. Either get with it or you're going to have a problem, period. That's how it should be. And not to be rude and, and mean to other countries, but... We need to have the respect, the respect that we deserve, especially if a trimmer goes through your country and all of a sudden you got 5,000 people dead. Who's right there, you know, darkening your skies with the Red Cross helicopters? We are. So respect it. Exactly. Exactly. And um, also addressing climate change. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, I'm going to say this. <laughs> People can people can uh, disagree with me all they want, but there has been climate change since the dawn of time. Since God first said, "Let there be light," there has been climate change, and you know what it's called? Seasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, yeah. <laughs> let's go on. <laughs> Three words. We ain't shit. We are nothing to this planet. Now, of course, be kind to the earth. Don't litter. Be respectful of the planet. Keep it clean as possible. Of course. I'm not saying we should be a bunch of pigs and just litter everywhere because, oh, we're nothing to the earth. No. But the earth is going to do what it's going to do. And all we can do is hold on for the ride. Now, do we have a negative effect on the environment? I think so. Um, But is there anything we can do about it? No. All this money for these carbon credits and everything, and we're going to charge you money for the environment. And Okay, where does this money go? Do we just, like, take all these pallets of money and shrink wrap it and send it into the sun? Where does it go? Who do we pay it to? We can't do shit. 
If there's a tornado or an earthquake, all we can do is pick up the pieces. That's all we are to the planet. We are fleas on the nuts of earth. We mean nothing. It's going to do what it's going to do. And I don't hear anybody who lives near the Great Lakes talking about climate change between the months of November and April. You don't hear shit because everything is frozen. And there ain't no damn climate change. There's no global warming. If there is, which I believe, yeah, there is, but are we the cause of it? No. Some of the hottest temperatures ever recorded were before the Industrial Revolution. So I don't know. (laughs) I just don't think. And what are we going to do about it? America, we're sitting here with eight different trash cans on, on trash day to separate everything and recycling and split that up and make sure you cut the six-pack holder so it doesn't get wrapped around the turtle's neck. But you got China and India dumping toxic waste and shit into the ocean and underground coal fires that burn 365 days a year and plastic islands floating in the ocean. So what the fuck are we doing over here when the two biggest polluters, no one's telling them shit. They weren't in the Paris Accord because they don't give a shit. We're the cleanest country on earth, and you're giving us a bunch of shit like we can do something about it. Go over there, talk to your boss, China, and India. And then, of course, you got you got those that uh, that can't respect anything, especially talk, talk to Gavin Newsom who and uh, his, his officials that are saying, well, if you, if you got to take a dump, do it in the street. <laughs> yeah, hold it. Don't waste it in a toilet in a bathroom. No, save it for the sidewalk. And not only that, but shit on the sidewalk while we charge you a median rent of $6,000 a month to live there. The median price of a home in San Francisco is $1.5 million. So while you're paying those prices, and, and the gas prices when you're in the parking, when you're downtown, when you're in the city, and all these charges and fees that we're, we're leveling against you, while you're paying those, watch out for that pile of human shit with the hypodermic needle sticking out of it. Like, how does that compute? It, it, you're hitting us over the head to live here, but th- there's an app that shows you where the human feces is so you can stay out of the heavily pooped areas. There's an app for that. Oh, That's how yeah. bad it is. Oh, my God. In San God. Francisco, they have what's called the poop patrol. These people make over $100,000 a year to go out and before the sun comes up and spray the feces and filth off of the streets before people start waking up and moving about the city. And with those kind of problems going on in the, the homeless that they moved into the hotels because of COVID, where they just pick up where they left off, I guess they figured once they crossed the threshold of the hotel, they were just going to be like, you know what? No more methamphetamine and alcohol for me. I'm in a nice hotel room. I'm going to change my ways. No, there's tons of pictures of them smoking meth, doing drugs inside the hotel. While all of that is going on and people are leaving San Francisco in droves, the mayor, Mayor London Bree, just made a deal to pay women of color $1,000 to $1,500 a month starting when they get pregnant all the way through six months after the kid's born, and they want to extend that to two years after the kid is born. So we're going to work on that, and we're going to allocate funds to that while we have apps so you can stay out of the heavily human feces areas of the city. You know... I, and I heard this too, and cor- correct me if I'm wrong, Jericho, 
But I, I heard in, in San Francisco and other, other areas of the Bay Area, if you get caught walking your dog without a little baggie, you're going to get a ticket. But they can do that. That's right. That's right. You got it all wrong. Just let the dog shit on the ground, and then they won't give you a ticket. Or you take a shit on the ground. How about that? I saw a picture. It's lunchtime. It's in the afternoon. This homeless dude's leaning up against a telephone pole, taking his shit about 30 feet away from people who are dining outside in front of a restaurant. I saw that picture, too. And it's just, yeah, it's just par for the course. You know, people just shitting in the street. It sounds like the horror stories. This girl I used to know who lived in China for four years. That's the kind of stuff she would tell me about in China. And now that's happening here. It's disgusting. And our, our state, California, we just put California out. Part of California is still smoldering. But Gavin Newsom has time to say transgender people can go to the prison of their choice. Thanks, man. My daughter, she's still staring into a laptop for six hours a day because kids can't go to school. But I'm glad that transgender people can get locked up in the uh, prison of their choice, man. That's that's just great. Way to have those uh, those priorities straight, you know. Definitely got lines crossed there. That's for sure. <laughs> Fucking turd. Uh, uh, now, Gavin, Gavin Newsom's a, a real piece of work. I mean, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's disgusting, isn't it? And the new rules for uh, gatherings, you know, for the holidays, social distance, have your mask on in between bites while you eat. And if you're going to sing, try not to sing. Try to hum instead. That's bullshit. That's just pure <laughs> bullshit. That's California, man. <laughs> you know, I got to be honest. I, I hated living there when I, when I was a kid. Um, you know, cause I, here, here I am from Idaho, but I don't know how it came to be though, that, uh, my friends in school, well, I think it, it was because, uh, because I ended up earning my respect after kicking one of their asses, but my friends were bloods, believe it or not. Um, you know, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't a gang member, but my, a lot of, a lot of my friends were bloods. You know, and I, I respected them. They respected me after, you know, they, they were picking on me a little bit. And, and I, it's like, I mm -hmm. stepped up and I kicked the shit out of one of them and I earned their respect, you know? Yeah, and they left you alone after that. Actually, actually they, 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 it was, it was actually, uh, it was actually pretty funny as, as after it happened, you know, it's it like, well, they, they, I earned my respect and they're like, Hey, you're, you're fucking strong, dude. And, and the guy, <laughs> you know, the guy whose ass I kicked, I, I gave him a hand up and, uh, and, um, you know, and we never had problems again after that, you know, I mean, they, yeah, it, you know, it wasn't, what's that? It wasn't personal. It was just business. So it wasn't personal. It was just business. Yeah, exactly. You know, but then, you know, I, I just longed to come back to Idaho because, you know, that, that was home to me. And it, I was kind of, I was kind of like in, in a different world where I felt like I didn't belong, you know, and, and, uh, and that, that eventually happened of course. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, honestly, I don't regret my time in California, but I just can't imagine how it'd be with my mentality when California was actually a conservative red state at the time. Uh, and it, mm -hmm. if had it been the way it is now, then I don't know how I would have handled myself. 
Oh man, well if you number one, if you beat up a black kid, you know you'd be in trouble. You'd be you'd be doxxed. You know they'd want you they'd want you in prison, and you'd be called all kinds of ists and phobes and, and it's it's sickening, man. In California, like you know the rest of the world, or the rest of the world needed before Trump got here. But California needs a Trump. California needs, and I have a feeling it's going to get a lot worse before we get to that point. But Trump is, he's like one of those movies where uh, it's like a, a rowdy inner city, you know, and, but the, the no bullshit teacher shows up, you know, the kids are in there playing music and throwing paper airplanes and shit and talking. And he comes in and says, hey, sit your ass down. I'm Mr. So-and-so. I don't take no shit. Mrs. So-and-so is gone. I'm in charge now. You know, that kind of thing. That's what Trump had to do. He had to come back and hit reset. You know, he had to bring some order. Like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not Obama. You're not, you're not, you know, you're not picking me up and turning me upside down and shaking the money out of my pockets. That shit ain't happening. There's a new sheriff in town. I know what we are. I know what America is. I know what that stands for. And you're going to respect it. And that's it. And we've, I've gotten accustomed to winning. I like it. And I don't want that feeling to go away. Or another Reagan. Yeah. Does, I believe, uh, you know, before you, yeah. and I, you and I were born, I mean, that's what Reagan was doing was taking care of California. Yeah, and it, it unfortunately it needs it more than ever. Yes, it, it, but it's the it's the people on the coast. It's always the coast, whether it be New York or California and Oregon and Washington. It's always the coast. When you get inland to where the more hardworking people are, the harder jobs are, the agriculture and stuff like that. That totally changes. They don't buy into that liberal bullshit. There's Trump flags everywhere. It's like it's a different world. But you have those crazies in Hollywood and San Francisco on the coast who vote these psychos into office, these ultra-liberal socialists into office because they don't live under the policies that these people create. They're rich. They do whatever they want. They don't, gotta, they don't care about paying taxes unless it gets too high. But, you know, illegal immigration, the only illegals they see are, you know, Consuela and Jose who do their, their, uh, their lawns and their uh, maid service, you know, work inside their houses. And I'm not picking those names out of nowhere. I know people who have a yard guy, a landscaper named Jose, and a maid named Suela. Like, it's real, but that's all they see. So they think, well, I don't want them to go. Their, pe- their family should be able to come here. That's so sad. But they don't live down here, you know, at the base of their ivory tower where their policies are put into action. So they don't give a shit. So people like me in California who are conservative-minded and vote that way, we kind of get lost in the wash of these, these dirt fucking granola heads. <laughs> you know, um, I, I did hear something very interesting. We got, we got to wrap this up uh, pretty soon, but I did hear something interesting that I just got to talk a little bit about. And I, I was talking to somebody um, who just moved from California. He, he's, he's a singer by the name of Sergio Michelle. He, and he's, he too, I mean, you listen to his music. I mean, uh, basically, you know, he's, he's like an old style punk rocker. You know, a lot of his, his music sounds like it's influenced by the sex pistols and whatnot, but, uh, he, he supports Trump 110%. And he told me, whereas California uh, may be the most liberal state in the country, the biggest city in the state is turning red as, as uh, from what I understand, Los Angeles has become 
60% Republican pushing for Trump. I hope that's true. Man, I, I certainly do. And it would make sense that they are because that's where, that's one of the places where their heart is hit by these liberal policies and the overrunning of homeless people and the outrageous uh, COVID rules. You know, because uh, Mayor, uh, what's his name, Garcetti, the uh, mayor of L.A., he'll turn people's uh, power, their uh, electricity and water off if they have too many people at their house if the gathering's too big. You know, so people are getting sick of that shit. And I, I certainly hope that's true because that's what we need. We need uh, Trump or Reagan to come back and set California straight. But, I mean, if, this, if it were to happen now, I mean, that's just the miracle of all miracles, but so was Trump, you know, politically, but so was Trump getting into office because up until, you know, the night of the night of the election, it was oh Hillary. Oh, come on. Hillary, Hillary, 90 some percent, Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. And then fast forward to the end of the night, she don't even want to come out on stage and talk to the people who are there supporting her. So shit, man. I mean, I would be more than surprised if that happened, but I'll certainly do my part. And another guy, Jorge uh, Masvidal, that uh, oh yeah, MMA fighter. Yeah. yeah, he came out for Trump too, man. People are like, look, they they see the seriousness of this election and and what the stakes are, and he probably knows people who came from real socialism, real communism. We don't want that here. We don't need that here. The fact that this is even a discussion is fucking crazy. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, we are out of time, Jericho. I really appreciate you uh, coming on to the show once again, you know, as we come closer to the election. I mean, normally I would have had the election on the Saturday or excuse me, th this election show on the Saturday before the election. But uh, next week got Halloween and I just have too much fun on that day. So. <laughs> yes. but uh before we wrap it up and hit our music break uh why don't you uh once again give yourself a plug for uh, your youtube channel yeah um jericho green j-e-r-i-c-h-o green as in the color uh so my youtube same name on uh facebook all my links for merch and you know to some of the articles of you know uh, that have to do with things that i talk about all in the description box um, yeah, man, uh, what to expect from my channel is what you just heard me say, uh, here, you know, that's how I feel America first. I think any American should adopt that mindset. We're in America. Um, but yeah, come check it out. I hope you like it. I surely appreciate the support and I really appreciate you guys continuing to allow me to come and and share your airspace. And you know how it goes. <laughs> I try to be done with the left, but they just won't let me. <laughs> All right. Jericho, God bless and uh, take care. Be safe. Maybe you too. Thanks a lot, man. You bet. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was the discussion I had with Jericho Green. It was a bit longer, um, of course, but uh, he had a lot of interesting things to say. We're going to hit our next music break. Uh, we have Propane coming up, going to be followed by uh, Benton Blunt, Biff Naked, Mary Cutter, and Anchored. We'll be right back after this.
How dare you and who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask... Do you mind if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan. Thanks, you average white American. God bless you. 
Oh, hi, everybody. I'm a Republican. I'm running for president of the United States of America. You may have heard that my liberal opponent grants amnesty to illegal immigrants. Well, I personally have gone down to the Rio Grande to puncture holes in raft boats trying to get across my border. She has repeatedly voted to extend welfare benefits to single mothers and supports funding for Planned Parenthood and women's clinics. Whereas I've done everything to shut down any women's health center, regardless of what they offer. Why should we give benefits to godless whores who can't keep their legs together? And speaking of God, you know there's something wrong with this country when some atheist, who's a woman, who's probably a lesbian, can openly run for president. While the evil science of evolution is burned into the minds of our children, my opponent is anti-Jesus. But, but this is a nation under God. I am 100% certain that life definitely begins at conception. My opponent loves abortions. She fucking loves them. She believes in nonsense like global warming and evolution, while I rely on cold, hard facts. Now on November 6th, you make sure and vote for me, the real American. Not this imposter whose name I can't even pronounce because I speak English. I'm your Republican candidate, and I approve this message. Funded by Texas Fags, Texas Families Against Gay Sex. Every day we hope and pray For one day we'd wake up and this all would go away We hear the news, we see the times It seems it may be here for the rest of our lives well, Some may be right and some may be wrong we all love this land that we call home And only love can heal a nation Only truth can make us strong Standing up for things that we believe Is the reason we were born Only God can bring salvation To this one and weary land So divided we will fall but united we will stand we got hopes we got dreams we got everything in this world we could ever need we got freedom but it came with a price All because someone else made the sacrifice So as we search to find what's right There might come a day we'll have to stand up and fight But only love can heal a nation Only truth can make us strong Standing up for things that we believe Is the reason we were born Only God can bring salvation To this one and weary land So divided we will fall But united we will stand We search for the answers we don't know 
there's a truth down deep inside us We just have to let it go Cause only love can heal a nation Only truth can make us strong Standing up for things that we believe Is the reason we were born Only God can bring salvation To this war on and weary land So divided we will fall Yeah, divided we will fall But united we will stand
Anchor, Big Snoop Dogg, oh boy, pass me my moonshine nephew, ha <laughs> ha, yeah, you're about to witness something you never thought you witnessed before, oh, rock out with your motherfucking cock out, go, 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 go. rolling into town to see all my friends, hit a bottle And a few dead ends Better leave your girl back at home Cause if you're rolling with us You're gonna leave alone I've said it at least a hundred times We got Texas on the dark that rhymes Just pass the moonshine Everything is just fine Hanging out in the sun Throwing down just having fun Sleep away the day so we can do it again Phone blowing up, we're at the door Gotta pick up the boys from the liquor store I've said it at least a hundred times We got Texas on the dog that rhymes Just past the moonshine Everything is just fine
USAC Incorporated, the United South Africa Coalition, comprises groups and individuals around the world working together to create public global awareness of the genocide in South Africa and to develop community restoration programs that will make South Africa a safe place for all races to thrive. USAC works to inform world leaders of the present-day conditions in South Africa through documents, news reports, images, videos, publications, petitions, and witness statements to unite with South African leaders to bring meaningful assistance to people in South Africa, to educate and develop trade schools to improve the quality of life in South Africa, to enact employment laws that are fair and equal for all in South Africa, and to work on trade development projects to improve South Africa's economy. To join USAC and for more information about USAC and what you can do, visit usac.center. This is the Renegade Show. You have three different scenarios here, and I'll give them to you. No, I said scenarios, not Cheerios. Coming to you coast to coast and around the world on your favorite radio station. How did you get Cheerios from scenarios? All right, it's time for the Renegade Pick of the Week countdown. Here we go, counting it down all the way to number one. Who farted? Yeah, we'd like to welcome you to the Renegade family. Does anybody even remember Dookie Hauser? I think it's fair to warn you that by listening to this show, you're committing a misdemeanor in four states. Three children are asking their parents where babies come from. Two children run away, and one mother ends up crying by the end of the show. This is the Renegade Show. Go to Facebook.com slash Radio Chris Master to find out days, times, and stations of where you can catch the Renegade Show. Hey, everybody, it's your boy West Dog from the GF6 Show reminding you to check us out on the baddest station on the planet. For station and broadcast times, go to www.gf6.com. That's G-F-S-I-X.com. You know what we do. Blow it up. Here are just a few of the amazing items waiting for you at ctmstore.com. Water purification by Berkey. Delicious long-term storable food by My Patriot Supply. Our invisible mask. A negative ion generator that hangs from your neck like a very cool-looking pendant that mitigates incoming pollution. Our high-ion bio-key quantum scalar energy pendant is there too. Clean up your home's dirty electric grid with Stetzer filters. Block incoming 5G radiation with quantum protection plates made in Germany and designed by Norbert Heuser. CTM Store has EMF mitigating fabrics and clothing too, including maternity dresses for expectant mothers. Some things aren't meant to be good. They're meant to be bought, and that's about it. This is not the case at ctmstore.com. All of our products are there for one reason, to help make your life easier and better. Visit ctmstore.com soon. You'll love it. From the bowels of a nondescript building in a little hick town, this is Outlaw Radio. I'm not in the mood to deal with you today, you stupid asshole! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. 
Hunter Athletic, Gear Up Let's Train, and USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. Go to USAC.center for more information. The songs you just heard, you just heard Anchored with Snoop Dogg and Throwing Down. Before that, Mary Cutter with Love You From America. Before that, Biff Naked with her cover of the Twisted Sister classic, We're Not Gonna Take It. Before that, Benton Blunt with United We Stand. And starting off the whole set, Propane with Where We Stand. All right, so um, got about a half hour left, uh, actually 20 minutes to talk, and then uh, we hit the conclusion. Um, what I wanted to do in this final segment, since, uh, you know, we're not having news of the weird is I took out some, uh, actualities from the, uh, this last debate between, uh, president Trump and, uh, former president, vice president Biden. So, uh, uh the whole debate started with questions about, uh, how they're going to deal with COVID-19. And so I'm going to, this was, uh, We'll go with the first uh, answer that came from President Trump. Let's take a listen. So, as you know, 2.2 million people modeled out were expected to die. We closed up the greatest economy in the world in order to fight this horrible disease that came from China. It's a worldwide pandemic. It's all over the world. You see the spikes in Europe and many other places right now. Uh, if you notice, the mortality rate is down 85%. Uh, the excess mortality rate is way down and much lower than almost any other country. And we're fighting it and we're fighting it hard. There is a spike. There was a spike in Florida and it's now gone. There was a very big spike in Texas. It's now gone. There was a very big spike in Arizona. It's now gone. And there are some spikes and surges in other places. They will soon be gone. We have a vaccine that's coming. It's ready. It's going to be announced within weeks and it's going to be delivered. We have uh, Operation Warp Speed, which is the military is going to distribute the vaccine. I can tell you from personal experience that uh, I was in the hospital, I had it, and I got better. And I will tell you that uh, I had something that they gave me, a therapeutic, I guess they would call it. Some people could say it was a cure. But uh, I was in for a short period of time and I got better very fast or I wouldn't be here tonight. And now they say I'm immune, whether it's four months or a lifetime, nobody's been able to say that, but I'm immune. Uh, more and more people are uh, getting better. We have uh, a problem that's a worldwide problem. This is a worldwide problem. But I've been congratulated by the heads of many countries on what we've been able to do. Uh, with the, if, you, if you take a look at what we've done in terms of goggles and masks and gowns and everything else, and in particular ventilators. We're now making ventilators all over the world, thousands and thousands a month, distributing them all over the world. It will go away, and as I say, we're rounding the turn, we're rounding the corner. It's going away. And I don't know exactly if I agree with him 100% that it's going away. There, there have been some spikes. But uh, the fact of the matter is, is that... Uh, you know, we have had diseases and pandemics much worse than this, and, and people are treating it like it's the bubonic plague that uh, wiped out half of Europe in the uh, 1600s or sometime in the, uh, maybe before that, I don't, I don't know. It was it, during, during the Dark Ages, I'll just say that. But, uh, you know, 
it, it's it's not the worst thing to worry about right now. And and the fact, you know, you heard Jericho Green saying that uh, if you shut everybody up in a room and, uh, you know, you got them in close quarters and this this disease is very, very contagious, you know, obviously they're going to catch it a lot quicker and, and masks ain't going to help you. But uh, let's hear uh, what uh, Biden, how, how he replied to this. 220,000 Americans dead. If you hear nothing else I say tonight, hear this. Anyone who's responsible for not taking control, in fact, not saying I'm, I take no responsibility initially, anyone who's responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America. We're in a situation where there are a thousand deaths a day now, a thousand deaths a day. And there are over 70,000 new cases per day. Compared to what's going on in Europe, as the New England Medical Journal said, they're starting from a very low rate. We're starting from a very high rate. The expectation is we'll have another 200,000 Americans dead between now and the end of the year. If we just wore these masks, the president's own advisors have told him, we could save 100,000 lives. And we're in a circumstance where the president thus far and still has no plan, no comprehensive plan. What I would do is make sure we have everyone encouraged to wear a mask all the time. I would make sure we move in the direction of rapid testing, investing in rapid testing. I would make sure that we set up national standards as to how to open up schools and open up businesses so they can be safe and give them the wherewithal, the financial resources to be able to do that. We're in a situation now where the New England Medical Journal, one of the serious, most serious journals in the, in the whole world, said for the first time ever that this, the way this president has responded to this crisis has been absolutely tragic. And so, folks, I will take care of this. I will end this. I will make sure we have a plan. So what kind of plan do you have, Joe, that uh, you're going to mandate masks, which is unconstitutional? And not, not only that, the, it's been proven in doctors, more and more doctors are coming out, and we're talking experts, are coming out and saying that masks don't do shit. You know, and, and let's, let's, let's talk about the numbers you're talking about there. 200,000? <laughs> you said 200,000 more people are going to be dead by the end of the year. So, you, you know, you... You said there, uh, you know, you talk about the numbers. How many of them really died from COVID-19? Was it a, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's a mix of COVID-19 and un, other underlying health conditions. And, you know, uh, earlier in the show, David Mung said that Joe Biden is a liar. And I think right there, we just heard one of his fucking lies. I think he's making the numbers up. And and you can spare me the bullshit that, about COVID-19. Go, oh, go go talk to somebody who died from it. And, and there are other conditions to go with it. I mean, and uh, Jericho Green, you heard him say those 
who actually died from COVID-19 alone. God, that's less than 1% of the people who, who died that had this. The rest had something else to go with it. Or we also know, and don't tell me that there's not, that uh, the cause of death COVID-19 has been put on, pe on people's uh, death certificates. They haven't done it. Somebody who uh, gets in a car accident dies at the wheel. And they put COVID-19 on his death certificate to help raise the numbers. And we know about the collusion from China, so don't bullshit the American people. You helped bring this shit. I'm sure of it. I can't prove it, but I'm sure you helped bring this shit. Because Trump had the economy going. And this was... you. You tried to get him for Russian collusion. Didn't work. You tried to impeach him. Didn't work. So what's next? Well, we're going to, he's got the economy going great. People are working. We're going to, we're just going to unleash this virus. So we shut everything down and derail the economy and bring us back to what we were at when George W. Bush left office. When you entered the White House as, as Obama's vice president, our country was in a mess. And you, I think you liked it because it was, it was helping you get things going more, more your way so you can help usher in a communist agenda that's going to help you take control of people's lives. Joe Biden, you are a piece of shit. And how people support you is just beyond belief. Humanity will fall if you take the White House. But I think you know that. I think that's what you want. In fact, it was uh, Sun Tzu, the author of the book, Art of War, said that uh, the most evil people will burn down their own nation just so they can rule over the ashes. Uh, let's go to the next clip I have from the debate here. How are you helping your small businesses when you're forcing wages? What's going to happen and what's been proven to happen is when you do that, these small businesses fire many of their employees. All right. So we're talking about uh, raising the minimum wage. Now, on paper, it sounds like a nice idea. You know, I don't know if you've ever eaten beef liver. I can't fucking stand it. I'll tell you what, though, it's it smells great. When it's cooking, it smells delicious, and then you take a bite, and it tastes like total dog shit. Well, that's what raising minimum wage is. It looks great, but the end result is a disaster. Because you're forcing people, you're forcing bosses and owners of corporations to 
pay out money that they may not have. So they have no choice if their if their business is going to survive, they have to they have to do mass layoffs and and fire their employees. So raising the minimum wage is a bad idea. So and and just hear hear what Biden had to say on that note in the next clip. And there is no evidence that when you raise the minimum wage, businesses go out of business. That is simply not true. All you got to do is think about it, Joe. Come on. You own a try owning a business to where you have employees you have to pay and they they push raising the, the minimum wage which comes out of your pocket in in the end you know you're supposed to be making money you know and helping your employees make money and how can you do that when you when you have to basically give away everything you have and let your business perish or you have to do it on your own because you can't afford to have the employees. I mean, it doesn't take a it doesn't take a genius to figure that out, Joe. You're a fucking idiot. Next clip. Abraham Lincoln here is one of the most racist presidents we've had in modern history. He pours fuel on every single racist fire. Every single one started off his campaign coming down the escalator saying he's going to get rid of those Mexican rapists. He's banned Muslims because they're Muslims. He has moved around and made everything worse across the board. He says to the, about the poor boys. Last time we were on stage here, he said, I told him to stand down and stand ready. Come on. This guy is a dog whistle about as big as a foghorn. President Trump, I'm going to give you 10 seconds to respond, and then I have a follow-up. You know, he made a reference to Abraham Lincoln. Where did that come in? I mean, you said you're Abraham that, Lincoln. No, no, where did that? No, no. You said, I said not since Abraham Lincoln has anybody right. done what I've done for the black community. And I'm saying, I didn't say I'm Abraham Lincoln. I said not since Abraham Lincoln has anybody done what I've done for the black community. Now, you have done nothing other than the crime bill, which put... Oh, God. That tens of thousands of black men, mostly, in jail. All right. Let me, you know let what? Me let me they ask remember Vice it President because Biden if you look at what's happening with the voting right now, let me ask they Vice remember President that Biden you treated them about. very, very badly. Okay, so Biden proves that uh, he doesn't even fucking listen, which, of course, the dementia is really, really setting in right now. <laughs> calling Trump Abraham Lincoln. I, now, President Trump, I've got to correct you on something here because uh, after Abraham Lincoln, we had uh, President Dwight D. Eisenhower back in 1956 uh, fighting to put an end to segregation in schools. And, uh, you know, President uh, John F. Kennedy stepped in and, uh, tr you know, tried to continue that, so... Yeah, but uh, but no, President Trump has done a fantastic job because black unemployment is a, is at an all time low. But yet, uh, you know, according to Biden, a Abraham Lincoln's the most ra racist president. <laughs> Shut the fuck you, you fucking moron! You, it was it was President, it was former Vice President Biden that said uh, at the time when. Uh, 
they were integrating schools at, um, and not back in the fifties. I don't know when it was, but he said he wanted his kids to go to school and not the jungle. So come on. Let, in fact, the, the tape of that needs to be released. So anyway, uh, one more clip to analyze here. Here we go. Why didn't you do it in the eight years, a short time ago? Why didn't you do it? You just said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. You put tens because of thousands of mostly black young men in prison. Now you're saying you're going to get, you're going to undo that. Why didn't you get it done? You had eight years with Obama. You know why, Joe? Because you're all talk and no action. All right, Vice President because Biden, and then we're going to move on to the next section. We had a Republican Congress. That's the answer. Well, you got okay. to talk them into it, Joe. Sometimes right. you got to talk them into it. We're going to move on to our next yeah. section. Like I did with criminal justice change. reform. Oh, yeah. I okay. had to talk Democrats into it. Gentlemen, you we're, did we're, we're running out of time, it. so we got to get on to okay. climate change, please. All right. All right. So um, basically kind of staying on the race issue in this last one that I just played. But, um, yeah, I want, you know, President Trump's hitting him with the hard questions. Uh, you know, if he's supposed to do this reform thing, why didn't he he help do it when he was in office? And he he, he came out with an excuse. So oh, it, was, it was all Republican Congress is what it was. No, President Trump's right. You When you have people who are on the opposite side of the political fence in, in front of you, or you're in front of them, you know, you, you got to learn to smooth talk and that's, and that's what Trump's good at, you know, and, and present what your ideas are. Instead, you just gave up right, right then and there and you're making up excuses. Joe Biden, fuck you. You are not getting my vote. I voted for Trump four years ago and I'm happy to do it again. And that will do it for this edition of Outlaw Radio, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up next week will be the Halloween special. Uh, if you remember during the Highway 30 Music Fest, I interviewed Spike Coggins. Well, I'm going to be happy to have him back on the show because he writes some of the eeriest, creepiest songs that uh, we, we got to hear about. Plus, I'm going to try to find another guest to talk about, uh, you know, talk about some horror stories and things like that. Anyway, we're going to end the show with Boba Flex and Bury Me With My Guns On. Thank you very much for tuning in to Outlaw Radio, and I'll be back next week. Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's why you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to piss up a rope. We give you our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is Outlaw Radio.
you're in a band or maybe you run a radio show or podcast whatever you do you want to market your brand with custom made apparel look no further than fresh baked tees t-shirts hoodies tank tops caps beanies koozies banners and even masks you can get them all custom made from fresh baked tees prices are reasonable and negotiable Simply go to freshbakedtees.com, submit your logo, and place your order today. Hey, yo, check out Corrupt All Around Radio with Nick Brockmeyer, the CBDJ. He's been part of the rap, rock, and hip-hop underground scene for over a decade. Corrupt All Around Radio sizzles through your speakers. Corrupt All Around Radio spotlights the best of new music from up-and-coming national acts on national tours, as well as existing bands that are still out rocking the industry. Corrupt All Around Radio gives these bands love and respect, playing their music and interviews from the road. For all the 411, visit Instagram.com, Facebook.com, and Twitter.com forward slash Corrupt TV Radio. And check out the underscore CBDJ on Instagram. Corrupt All Around Radio! Proud to be a part of the Roctagon Sports and Music Network. know the threat is real. You sit in meetings with advisors and operatives who tell you there could be Islamic sleeper cells in every major American community. You know the southern border is a welcome map for terrorists to enter our towns and neighborhoods at will. You know about their plots to kill us in our shopping malls, our sports stadiums, and our office buildings. You won your office by talking like a champion of freedom. Now it's time to act like one. 
pass a national right to carry law that guarantees my constitutional right to defend myself, my family, and my fellow Americans anywhere inside our borders. And make sure the enemies of freedom know the power of freedom. No law-abiding American should be forced to face evil with empty hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Hi, it's the big voice guy. The one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too. No matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narrations for presentations, even post-production audio editing and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. You have been listening to Outlaw Radio. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at outlawradioabs.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions. Well, here I am sitting on a porch writing another song. song 
about Waylon and Willie, David Allen Coe, the man in black and the possum, George Jones. 